No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Let's go. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whoever you are, wherever you are, wherever you are. It's Monday night, and you're live with another edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. As always, tonight's recommended drink is cheap box wine. Tonight's recommended snack, bland brand no-name crackers. This is the official wine and crackers broadcast right here on Do. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Got so much to get through in so little time. If you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you would like to make the most of my appearance on Twitter while you still can, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at boogiebumper. You're not really missing that much, to be honest. I wouldn't follow. I wouldn't. Honestly. You know, I'm, I'm not very, I'm not a very self-critical person, but when it comes to Twitter, not that good, not that interesting. In fact, don't even bother looking at it. It pretend like it doesn't exist. <laughs> that way, I might get to keep it. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and thank you for sharing the show out. If you did, if you didn't, that's okay too. I understand. Uh, yes, we should all be very happy today. We should be, we should be over the moon. We should be cock a hoop. Because finally, ladies and gentlemen, you you will be able to say to your grandchildren in a very ambiguous and non-descriptive way that you were around the day that the internet became safe. Isn't that one? Grant, isn't that fantastic? You were you were there. You were there when all of the bad things on the internet went away. And you should be very lucky. What a story. What a story you'll be able to allude to to your children on Facebook one day. I was there. The internet was safe. Really? What happened, Granddad? I wish I could tell you. <laughs> but you know these new terms of service. Well, there was a guy. Well, there was a person who did things. And then any any mention of him became... The right side of history. I think yeah, that's good enough. That's about the best you can hope for. So much to get through. I've got so many items to get through tonight. So thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Let's kick it off here, shall we? Oh, boy. Oh, and thank you, by the way, for during the intro there. Thank you for the Diamond Voice of Reason. And thank you for the Ninja Gini. Holy shit, dropping a Gini on us. Royce Lopez, ROTC. Thank you for the host, by the way, too. Check him out, dlive.tv slash revenge of the sis, ladies and gentlemen. How about now? This is finally, like I said, you're gonna be so happy when you you're gonna be so happy when you listen to today's show. This is exactly this is everything we wanted, isn't it? <laughs> Minister of Fun Kimmy with the diamond. Some people did some things, and thank you for that, because now I just realized that my alerts are not going off, so I'm gonna to have to do one of these. And hopefully that fixes it. Let's try. 
because it's going to annoy me if I don't fix it right now. It will annoy me the whole show. There we go. All right, we're back. We're back. Apologies for that momentary lapse. Capitol Hill Assault revives calls for domestic terrorism law, but civil liberties groups are weary. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad somebody's getting wary about this. Would it be fair to say that some people have some concerns, perhaps? Oh, oh. I'm, I'm glad that civil liberties groups are wary about the Patriot Act 2.0, because now we have an opportunity to sit around and talk about why this isn't a good idea. We'll be able to talk about, you know, political philosophy and the right to free expression, privacy, all of these things. Holy shit! Voice of Reason dropping a guinea on us. Thank you so much. Very generous. Uh, it's happening. It happening? No, no. What By it, do you mean the era of safety and acceptance? That's what you're talking about, right? Because I don't, I don't want to hear any kind of conspiratorial nonsense on this channel, ever. Not, not from me, not in the chat, anything like that. So if you're referring to what will now be known as the International Day of Internet Safety, hopefully one day, fingers crossed, if that's what you're referring to as it's happening, then by all means, that's fine. If you're referring to any kind of conspiracy theory, such as people saying that the big players on the internet would eventually be used to suppress uh, various groups in society. That that conspiracy theory, if you're talking about that, then I'm afraid we have to ban you. If someone could please ban Voice of Reason from the trap immediately. Get rid of him. Because <laughs> we can't have that. We cannot have that here. So yeah, some li civil liberties groups are wary. And that's good because we can sit around, we can talk about it. We can cite... Uh, you know, political philosophy and have a nice big think about why it's wrong and then they'll do it anyway, which is nice. It's nice It's nice that they care about us, isn't it? Since Trump supporters stormed the US Capitol building on Wednesday, evidence has piled up showing that many had violent intentions. Photos of nooses and zip-tie handcuffs and videos of assailants trying to smash their way through barricaded doors have highlighted how much danger members of Congress were in before they were evacu uh, evacuated to safety. That's true. I also saw a New York Post article where one of the guys dressed in paramilitary garb was uh, raiding the Capitol, <laughs> fomenting insurrection, and trying to take over the government. And he brought his he he brought his dear old mum with him. Mum was there at his side with a little maga hat, a little little flag. <laughs> Because as you know, uh, you don't you don't perform a you know pseudo paramilitary paramilitary coup without taking mum. Oh, I wouldn't want to miss this, Timmy. <laughs> Did you bring the camera, mum? Don't forget, mum always forgets the camera every time we try and take over a government. Mum, did you pack those sandwiches that I love so much? You know, <laughs> nothing's better. When you're kicking down the doors of the most powerful government on planet Earth, nothing's better than taking mum's PNBJs, you know. God, I love her. She's just such a sweetheart. The events of January 6th may be the defining moment of Donald Trump's presidency, but the siege was also the culmination of years of warnings about the growing threat posed by far-right extremists. 
An October report from the Department of Homeland Security, for example. Winning TV with a diamond, dlive.tv slash winning TV. I am, I very am relieved they made it out alive. Yes, God bless them. Uh, Minister Fudd, give me the diamond. The family had coup together, stays together. That's right, yeah. It's important to share moments, isn't it? <laughs> Mum, hand me the tear gas, would you? There's, that's my boy. He's so lovable in his gas mask. Look, I bought him I bought him that scope for his rifle for Christmas. You should have seen the look on his face. I'm just so happy he gets to try it out. <laughs> now, now, Timmy, are you coming straight home after the insurrection or do I have to come and pick you up? <laughs> are you gonna be stay are you gonna be staying at Donald's house? He likes to play little silly little war games with his friends dresses up in all the gear it's it's lovable really we love our little timmy <laughs> <laughs> oh god on october <laughs> joy of pessy with the diamond dlive.tv slash joy of pessy ladies and gentlemen 2021 is fucking lit all praise the fat horse exactly the fat horse is your only hope of salvation from now on. Praise be upon him, and with the power of Smens, may he he ride all the way to your smack dolphin. An October report from the Department of Homeland Security, for example, said that white supremacist extremists will remain the most persistent and lethal threat in the homeland. Can we just accept that the post 9-11 era is over? Michigan Democrat Elisa Slotkin, a former Defense Department official who touted her experience as a CIA analyst in Iraq. Holy shit! Woodchip TV. That's incredibly generous of you. See you now. Woodchip TV dropping the ninjet on us. Make the most of it too, because make sure you bring your mask. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. Says, holy shit, I'm about to rob a train. Now you can't say that. <laughs> oh, you mean you're joking. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'll just give my mushroom away. Never happen here. Lemon up, you slow pokes. Good advice. Thank you so much, Woodchip TV. Right, look. Everyone kind of knew. It's, and the thing is, it, because when stories like this happen after events like what took place last week, right, Instant. the problem is instantly you're going to have a whole bunch of people say false flag, false flag, false flag. Now, you can say, well, there's nuance in that story. And no, I'm not saying that it was all fake, but it was this particular guy did this thing and they were being led by that. That's fine. But the problem is when you use that term, it will just get dismissed by everybody else as, oh, you think the whole thing was fake because that's how the term is, is perceived now, right? But it doesn't have to be fake in order for politicians and people with experience in government to take advantage of a situation. I mean, it's a, it's a cliche now. It's a fucking meme. But the words, never let a crisis go to waste, 
Never let a good crisis go to waste. They're still in effect. <laughs> I want to show you these couple of articles here. Yes, they're relating to Australia, but there's a reason why I'm showing you. And I know the majority of my audience is in the United States. Have a look at this. Online trolls and cyberbullies in, in New South Wales face up to five years in jail under law change. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cue the people saying, it'll never happen here. <laughs> That's in your crazy country. It'll never happen here. Laws will be strengthened to protect people from cyberbullying and online trolling and will keep up with changes to technology the New South Wales government has announced. The New South Wales government, by the way, a conservative government. The federal government of Australia, by the way, a conservative government. You know the government in Britain that is currently locking down the economy, threatening to lock down people harder, talking about things like a vaccine passport, arresting people for things they post on Facebook? That's a conservative government. And of course, as the conversation strays to the United States of America, and we'll get to, you know, parlour and stuff like that in a little bit, but the last four years, the last, what, two years between 2016, 2018, the last four years of the presidency, apparently, allegedly, conservative government. Seems to be a trend. And it's usually at this point where people will come on and say, well, he must be a Democrat. <laughs> because that's how simple-minded we are. As soon as somebody points out the failings or the foibles of somebody else's preferred team then you instantly become the captain of the other team and you need to be dismissed with haste. Fucking get rid of that communist. What's he doing here? Interesting, isn't it? Why do we keep falling for it? I know, because we're stupid, people. We're stupid. <laughs> That's why. We're either stupid or we don't care. So five years in prison for cyberbullying. Now, there is some nuance to this. Have a listen to this. Victims of serious cyber abuse are being promised more protection under planned new laws released by the federal government. Communications Minister Paul Fletcher said in a world-first adult cyber, bully, uh, cyber abuse scheme, Australia's e-safety commissioner. We have a commissioner of e-safety, and I think it's about time. Would be able to order the removal of, quote, seriously harmful content within 24 hours if a legitimate complaint had been ignored. Harmful content. Do you remember the shows we did, what, back in 2018 now, after the Christchurch shooting? And a whole bunch of governments like Canada, Australia, the United Kingdom, they very quickly passed laws that would punish people running social media platforms and video platforms with prison if they didn't remove what was deemed to be quote-unquote, and it's the same word, harmful content. Do you remember that? And we said at the time, this is opening the door. You know, it's not a slippery slope argument if the if the things keep happening. Remember that? No, me either. We must have just made it up. <laughs> Mr. Fletcher said a higher standard would apply to adults compared to existing cyberbullying laws for children in recognition of their resilience and their need to balance balance the need for free speech. <laughs> well, you know, 
I love this. I love this free speech thing, but really it's got to be balanced up with, you know, safety and protection and making the world a better place. Aren't you glad that uh, you were you were around for the day the internet became safe? Isn't that wonderful? We should be very happy with this. Protections for children would also be strengthened with the commissioner able to order the removal of cyberbullying material from platforms such as gaming or messaging services. That's right, private messages. Well, we're not calling them private anymore. They're just messages. <laughs> Do you remember after the Brazilian election when I was showing you the articles about Brazil and basically they banned, well, they didn't, they blamed the election of where Bolsonaro, I think that's how you pronounce his name, I can't remember, uh, Bolsonaro in Brazil, they blamed WhatsApp for his election. We read the New York Times article on this show. So when was that? A couple of years ago? And essentially you know, the Brazilian government blamed WhatsApp. Well, the experts blamed WhatsApp for the ability for people to share memes and fake news in private groups. And after that, I think they brought in a rule that said you can only have six people in a private group on WhatsApp in Brazil. Do you remember us talking about that? Jim Enward with a diamond. Thank you for joining us, Jimbo. Jimbo. Uh, won't somebody please think of the children? Yes, we always must please think of the children until we have to talk about the adults though that's the thing until we move on to the adults have a listen to this the draft legislation gives the commissioner the power to force search engines and app stores to remove access to websites or apps that quote systematically or system systemically pardon me ignore orders to take down such content as child sexual abuse material now that's great i hear you say that's good we don't want child sex material on the internet do we but there are already laws for this there are already laws somebody posts stuff they get arrested they go to jail that already exists but this now gives the government the power to remember remember all the arguments you've heard it's a private company <laughs> But books, it's a private company. Yep. And now they're just going to write laws to tell the private company what to do. <laughs> Woodchip TV with a diamond. My horse pissed waiting on a train. Road apples. Thank you so much. Now they're just going to tell the, the private companies what to do. But it's still a private company. <laughs> so the draft legislation gives the commissioner the power to force search engines and app stores to remove access to websites or apps that systemically ignore orders to take down content. Now remember, they say such as child sexual abuse material. Also such as perhaps things which might be deemed harmful, ladies and gentlemen. Harmful. Now this is the e-safety commissioner, Julie Inman Grant. The article continues, it will also give Ms. Inman Grant the power to unmask internet trolls. There's some additional powers in there because we know that anonymity is often a facet of trolling. It's a facet of trolling that will allow us to compel the social media sites 
wood chip TV with a diamond. I know I'm different. I'll stop interrupting. No, no, you can donate to interrupt anytime you want. <laughs> I encourage everybody to donate to interrupt the show. Why wouldn't I? I'm not an idiot. <laughs> Are we following along? It will give Ismi, uh, Ms. Inman Grant the power to unmask internet trolls. There's some additional powers in there because we know that anonymity is often a facet of trolling that will allow us to, listen to this, compel the social media sites to give us device information and other information so we can track down the identity of the troll. Conservative government. Conservative government. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. I'll, I'll see, see you now. Civil penalties of up to half a million dollars for companies and $111,000 for individuals would also be enforced. Ms. Inman Grant said concerns about limiting free speech. Listen to this. This is fucking, this is fantastic. <laughs> Ms. Inman Grant said concerns about limiting free speech had prevented governments from legislating against online abuse sooner. Yes, that's the point. It's like saying this shop would be fantastic if it wasn't for all the fucking customers walking in. <laughs> right? Man, this car would be amazing if it had wheels. You know, this pesky free speech idea has stopped us from doing something like this before. How awful. The concerns, and there's that word again, remember? Concerns about limiting free speech. How many times have we said on this show, that's all you get is concerns. You might have an, uh, an argument that is so logically sound it would make fucking Aristotle blush with embarrassment. And the best that you'll ever get is a mention in one of these articles. Well, you know, there's some far-right extremists out there who have a very, uh, you know, fundamentalist view of free speech and they have some concerns that this this material which is designed to keep everybody safe so we can you know live a happy life <laughs> i mean who would be against that they have some concerns that this is going to cause problems but really you know they're just concerns think of all the good things we're doing here Winning TV with a diamond. Attention world. Fun has officially been cancelled. Oh, no, don't worry, Phil. We're gonna, it's going to get so much worse by the end of the show tonight. So much worse. I'm, on, I'm only reading this article as a primer for what I'm about to show you to give you a little bit of context here and to give some reassurance to the people who say things like it'll never happen here because here's what happens, right? These public servants and bureaucrats, they, they, they have meetings, they meet delegates from other countries they go to little junkets they have little meetings and little resorts and stuff little getaways and they do you know presentations to each other about how to curb things like trolling on the internet right and you might think well that's happening in australia it'll never happen here but what happens is they all get together and then they go back to their own countries they see what other countries are doing and they go wow that looks like a really good idea we should do that here and then they start lobbying then the PR campaigns start up and then the media starts up. You know, the, the articles start getting written. You know, we really should have some form of regulation on this. The experts start coming out of the woodwork. Next thing you know, a few months later, boom, you've got the law. That's how this works. It'll never happen here. 
Listen to this. So it's all about protecting the children, right? Of course. And if you were to say anything other than that, then you would be a deeply disturbed person. Quote, unbridled free speech, including hate speech, violence, threats, racism, misogyny, all of these, if they aren't kept in check, this actually leads to suppression of speech because these voices that we want to promote are no longer protected. Remember when it was just a commonly known edict that, you know, remember the old phrase, free speech protects everyone? That's not true anymore. That's not true anymore. For some for some individuals charged with, you know, policing the internet now, they're of the belief they're of the belief that free speech actually uh, free speech actually prevents people from speaking freely. Believe it or not. Believe it or not. It'll never happen here. So you might be thinking, well, Boogs, that's all well and good, but I think it's wrong to suspect that this could turn badly. I mean, it's such a responsibility to have, isn't it, to police the internet? And I don't think that we're going to have anybody policing the internet who has, you know, a particular set of uh, ideas or opinions or an agenda in any way, shape or form. Or, you know, somebody who's going to be completely objective and unbiased when it comes to policing the internet. Well, I've got good news for you. That's true. <clears throat> because the e-commissioner will have the correct opinions, ladies and gentlemen. Because I just I just checked her out on Twitter. I just thought, well, I'll jump on a Twitter page. I, I, I suspect she's probably not banned from Twitter. <laughs> Funnily enough. Speaking on the banning of Parler, which we'll get to next... Our new e-safety commissioner, our new e-commissioner who's going to decide what constitutes harmful content on the internet so the government will then force uh, internet service providers and app stores to remove apps and block access to websites. Thank you for keeping me safe. Thank you for keeping me safe. Thank you for keeping me safe from all the harmful things on the internet. Harmful things like Parler. Thank you so much. On the banning of Parler, the future e-commissioner wrote, quote, kudos to Apple on this. Good, well done, Apple. Good job. <laughs> quote, kudos to Apple on this. They should absolutely be using their app store as a choke point for policy transgressions. Future e-commissioner. You shouldn't be building any large-scale interactive platform without having a moderation system. This is fundamental to hashtag safety by design. Safety by design. And as a license to operate, you need a license to have free speech now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes. In regards to Donald Trump being banned from Twitter, the e-commissioner e wrote, and I quote, It's a positive that Twitter safety is reading, interpreting, and openly sharing the subtext in their read of these Donald Trump tweets. Signalling further incitement to his followers. On such an open platform, context and subtext need to be considered as beacons for further harm. And I will tell you that uh, the future or current, I don't know what she is at the moment, the 
you know, the earmarked e-commissioner who will be, in a way, policing what's, you know, allowed on the internet. Thank you for keeping me safe. Uh, to, the response to this tweet was overwhelming. People are very much in her corner. This tweet, ladies and gentlemen, got six likes. Six likes and one retweet. Six six likes and one retweet praising Twitter for removing Donald Trump's tweets from the person who will soon be in charge of policing the internet and telling companies what websites they're allowed to have. Six likes. Overwhelming response, wouldn't you say? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, kids. You know, you've got you've got these you've got these dreams, these hopes that the world is waking up. The enemy is scared. <laughs> they don't look so. They don't look very scared to me. If anything, they look rather in control. Things. <laughs> what is Parler? Far-right free speech app app blocked by Google, Apple, and Amazon. Thank you for keeping me safe. Thank you for keeping me safe. I wouldn't want to stumble across this far-right free speech app. As you know, free speech is problematic. Did you know that free speech actually causes less speech? Really? Yes. Yes, the only way that we can ensure that people have free speech and their voices are protected is by challenging the idea of free speech. Thank you, Commissioner. <laughs> thank you for the, thank you for the, thank you for the download of wisdom, Commissioner. Thank you so much. Thank you for protecting me. Thank you for keeping me safe. I couldn't have figured any of this out on my own. The far right free speech app is banned. Parler has been banned from Google's Play Store and the Apple App Store on iPhones and iPads over the weekend. The social media company has also had its website taken down. Goody gumdrops. Woodchip TV with the diamond, and thank you for the diamond. <laughs> no comment. All three companies tied Parler to the events that took place in the US Capitol and gave it an ultimatum to moderate its behaviour or face a ban. There has been mounting speculation that Donald Trump may find a voice on Parler, after he lost access to his accounts on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Many people, mostly conservative Trump supporters, fled Twitter to Parler. <laughs> fled. And this is the beauty. This is fucking fantastic for me. Listen to this. Many people, mostly conservative Trump supporters, fled Twitter to Parler amid claims of censorship and political bias. <laughs> It's just claims. So they, in their own words, in their own words, the, the site is occupied by all of these people who fled Twitter. But then, you know, saying, suggesting that this was because of some kind of bias, well, that would be some kind of conspiracy theory. They obviously fled Twitter for some other reason. <laughs> Isn't it great? All right. <laughs> So Parler's gone. Parler's out of the equation. I want to show you this. I, and I, I, you know, 
a few people have told me that I need to do this more often. I probably won't, but a few people have told me you need to do this more often because people keep telling me that I'm wrong all the time. Every time I say something is about to happen or something's about to go down, just from being able to read the subtext of the media and that kind of thing, it's not very hard to do. It's not a fucking magical power or anything. Just got to pay attention. Uh, Ilsa Jane with the diamond. Uh, I heard Parler got hacked after people verified. That could be true, but it also could be true that somebody is saying that Parler got hacked. So if they get their services up and running, that less people are jo will join it. That's what I'd do. <laughs> if I if I wanted to, you know, hurt Parler in the couple of days where they have no website, so they can't refute any claims, where they have no access, where you've got a couple of days window or maybe a week of just attacking somebody without recourse, I would make sure that everybody out there knew that if you join Parler, you know, you're going to get hacked. You're fucked. That could also be true. It could be true. could be true. But that could also be true. Now, I've said before, whether you want to join Parler or not is entirely your problem. I don't care what you do. I don't care what you do with yourself. You decide. Not my problem. But people keep telling me when I say things like, oh, you're being too negative... You've just got to be more positive. Don't be so black-pilled, blah, 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 which is ridiculous. So this, um, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, from the 28th of November, in an episode called Crime and Punishment, you can go back in the archive. If you're new to this show, you can go back and all the previous podcasts are there. Uh, we said this on the 28th of November. Ring the bell and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the sub. Follow, which is described as a Twitter for conservatives, has seen a rapid rise in popularity <laughs> since the election, topping Apple's download charts last week with more than 10 million users. I'm surprised it hasn't been bad yet. I'm just waiting because this will happen. Steal yourselves for this. What will happen is a whole bunch of people will start creating parlor accounts and they'll start posting like really far right edgy shit and talking about the KKK and we need to burn people and we need genocide. They may not even actually believe it. <laughs> Woodchip TV with a diamond. I'm just pausing the, the podcast. Woodchip TV with a diamond. Kelly's heroes. Stop it with the negative waves. I'll do my best. But they'll post enough of that stuff and then the corporate media will gather together all of those accounts and all of those posts and you'll have uh, Oliver Darcy on CNN saying, look at all of the extremism that's happening on Parler. We contacted the Apple store as to whether or not Parler is breaking their terms of service, but they haven't got back in touch with us yet. And then you'll see the CBS news reports. Oh, my God, look at all of the hate over there on Parler. Isn't it insane? And then the app will be taken off the App Store. Just wait for that. That's, that's the way these things work. I'm surprised it hasn't happened already, but it will. It will happen. Can we now? Okay. <laughs> so that was on the 28th. Why is anybody surprised? Why does any why is anybody shocked? Oh, I know, because they had faith. They believed that good things would happen. And they refused to be open to the idea that it just might not. Winning TV with a diamond. Is it parlay or parlay? Guess it doesn't matter now. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it certainly doesn't. So I caught this this morning. Dan Bongino. I, I don't necessarily have any problem with Dan Bongino. I think he's all right. I listen, sometimes I listen to it to go to sleep. It's an all right show. 
Don't have a problem. Derp of Diamonds Gypsy with the diamond. Vanda just steals the diamond, Gypsy. It's not on the Apple Store. Yeah, I know. I know. All right. So Dan Bongino is... Uh, He's he I, I think he's a shareholder if they have shares or he's part owner of Parlor or something like that. Very, you, you know him, you know him. Very, like, big conservative podcast. One of the biggest conservative podcasts. And like I said, I don't necessarily have a problem with him. He can, he can be quite a very, he can be a very entertaining host at times. Um, I disagree with some of his stuff because he's a bit more, you know, establishment-y. He's a bit more neocony than I prefer. But, you know, I'll still listen to it. doesn't upset me or offend me or anything. Just every now and then I go, nah, I don't agree with that. Right? So, after the weekend's events, where Parler has been taken down by all of these apps and uh, off these app stores and the website's been removed from the servers at Amazon, uh, this was his response today on his show. It wasn't just Amazon, Google and Apple that went after us. Apple pulled us off the App Store. Uh-huh. Google pu- pulled us off Google Play. Uh-huh. And Amazon, in the most right. damaging blow yet, AWS, yeah. yep. pulled off our server with little notice, causing a massive amount of destruction to Parler, which <coughs> they will wind up having to answer for later. Okay, they're going to have to answer for that later. And then later on in the episode, ladies and gentlemen, this. Now on the Republicans. Okay, what do you think of the Republicans, Dan? Man, you got to do something. What are you doing? What? What? We have elected you in a constitutional republic in a representative democracy to represent the interests of the Constitution and freedom-loving people everywhere. And you have sat by Mm. feckless (laughs) for now decades while you've watched this all happen. Ooh. Ooh. Dan, welcome to the fucking discussion, mate. Welcome to the discussion. <laughs> all, all of a sudden, Dan, all of a sudden, Dan's gone. Oh, fuck the Republican Party! Really? <laughs> Feckless for decades now. All right. All right. Kind of late, isn't it? <laughs> kind of late for that. Don't you think? But okay, let's carry on. The culture war, the media war, right. the tech war on us. You've sat back and done nothing. You talk about taxes and listen, I love that fight. There's yep. nothing that matters me more too. to me than economic me liberty. But you've sat back and focused on tax cuts and that's great and that's wonderful for three decades and you've ignored the- Five, we'll, we'll call it five decades. Culture who's war counting? and the growing tidal wave of tech totalitarianism coming along to our uh-huh. floors for years. What have you been doing? Ooh. Do something. Okay. All right. So, fair enough. And like I said, I don't really have a problem with Dan Bongino, but I feel I must interject at this point and remind you of this, ladies and gentlemen. We have four trillion dollar companies. One is Microsoft, one is Apple, one is Google, one is Amazon. So you have Amazon, Google, Apple, and Microsoft, and so you have an M, you have an A, you have a G, and yeah. you have an A. You have MAGA. MAGA. <laughs> no, somebody... no, no. 
Uh, Carol in the chat says, preach it, Dan. With all due respect, Carol, no, not preach it, Dan. No, not preach it, Dan. Because when people like myself were pointing out this here, what we just watched, what were the three companies that Dan Bongino was railing against the hardest in his podcast just then? Amazon, Google, and Apple. And then pleading with the Republicans, do something, do something. Well, when this event took place, I'm going to replay it again. I'm not having a go at it. I'm not having a go at anybody who's saying preach it, Dan. I, I, I agree with your sentiment. It's nice to hear. But when this happened, what, last year? And some of us were talking about it. I'll play it again. We have four trillion dollar companies. One is Microsoft, one is Apple, one is Google, one is Amazon. So you have Amazon, Google, Apple, and Microsoft. And so you have an M, you have an A, you have a G, and you have an A. You have MAGA. <laughs> MAGA. No, somebody... Oh, Microsoft, Apple, Google, Amazon. It's MAGA. It's MAGA. So again, like I got no problem with Dan Bongino, but I'm sorry, Dan. You know, like J.K. Rowling criticizing, well, not even like J.K. Rowling being cancelled because she has this archaic idea that women are women, right? Like that, yeah. We'll defend, we'll defend J.K. Rowling right after we get through all of the other people first, because here's the problem: when that happened. And it was Microsoft, Apple is, Google is MAGA, Amazon is MAGA, Apple is MAGA. Some of us were out here saying, what the fuck is this shit? And we were being told by the likes of Dan Bongino, ah, no, don't worry, it's all under control. Donald Trump's taking on big tech. How do you explain this fucking Google is MAGA shit? Ah, no, no, just ignore that. No, you're not on the team. You've got to get on the team. You're a traitor, right? And so now, what, 12 months later? What we said would transpire has is transpiring now, right now, as we speak. As we speak. And now it's, oh, you've got to do something about Amazon, Google. You've got to do something about Apple. You've got to do something. Do something! They're called horse blinkers, great. I appreciate it. I'm going to call them horse blinders, but I appreciate the clarification. I have never been more clear about what my life is about than right now. Sounds serious. It wasn't just Amazon, Google, and Apple that went after us. Apple pulled us off the App Store. Uh-huh. Google pull, pulled us off Google Play. Yep. And Amazon, in the most damaging blow yet, AWS pulled off our server with little notice, causing a massive amount of destruction to Parler, which they will wind up having to answer for later okay. in a court. Yep. Yep. Mm. It was worse behind the scenes. So it was, uh, it was terrible. It's terrible. Why doesn't somebody do something about this? We have four trillion dollar companies. One do is something. Microsoft, one do is something. Apple, one is Google, one is Amazon. <laughs> so you have Amazon, the Google, fucking Apple, hard. and Microsoft. And so you have an M, you have an A, you have a G, and you have an A. You have MAGA. MAGA. <laughs> well, sorry, Dan, but you're now an anti-Trumper. That's how this works. See, see, because you're criticizing, 
Apple and Google and Amazon, and because Trump likes Google and Apple and Amazon, you're now an anti-Trumper. Sorry, Dan. Welcome to the club, bro. You're now an anti-American communist scumbag like me for pointing out how what a what a what a fucking what a middle finger it was. Google is MAGA. <laughs> so now, if you're against Google, I'm sorry, Dan. You must be anti-MAGA. Shit. Ain't life fun, huh? Ain't life grand. Don't worry. I've got good... No, don't worry. It's all good. It's all good. I don't have any... No more bad news. Your credit score should be based on your web history, IMF says. The International Monetary Fund. <laughs> Ilsa Jane with a diamond, but but Hannity loves Dan. I like Dan too. But just on that particular, when I was listening to that earlier today, like I said, I don't have anything against Dan Bongino. But the time to be cons- the time the time to worry about Google and Amazon and Apple was well before your app got taken down. And when one of the biggest, if not the biggest, pro-Trump podcast, right? When Donald Trump had Microsoft and Apple and Google and Amazon in the Oval Office and he was patting them on the back and saying, that looks like that spells MAGA. These are, a tr- these are great American companies. Google is MAGA. That was the time for the biggest pro-Trump podcast to bring it up. It's too late now. It's too late now. And you can bang the desk and say, fucking do something. The time to do something has passed. You were too busy saying how Donald Trump is owning the libtards. You were too busy doing that. So you ignored the stuff that wasn't good and called anybody who and called anybody who mentioned the stuff and called anybody who mentioned the stuff that wasn't good a traitor. So what do you expect? What did you think was gonna happen? And it's that old thing. It's the thing we've said so many times, whether it's surveillance or, you know, internet freedom, whatever the issue is, the sad, the cold, brutal reality is most people don't care until it happens to them. And that's that's true even for the, the, the world's largest conservative podcasters. It's true for them too. They don't care until it happens to them. Minister of Fun Kimmy with a diamond, and then they came for me, Dan and Trump. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. In fact, I'll, I'll let Donald Trump tell you one more time. We have four trillion dollar companies. One is Microsoft, one is Apple, one is Google, one is Amazon. Yep. So you have Amazon, mm. Google, Apple, mm. and Microsoft. And so you have an M, you have an A, you have a G, and you have an A. You have MAGA. MAGA. <laughs> and I love the, the people representing these tech companies standing behind. Isn't that a chilling thought, huh? The people representing these tech companies standing behind Donald Trump while he's doing the very, I'm sorry, very childish, oh, look, it spells MAGA. Yay. They're standing behind and clapping and smiling. Yes, Donald. Yes, Mr. President. Yes, we are MAGA. <laughs> huh? Creepy, right? Yes, Mr. President. And we have trillion dollar companies, tremendous companies. Look at that. Google is MAGA. Microsoft is MAGA. Yes, we are MAGA, Mr. President. 
We must. We most. We most certainly are MAGA. At least we will be until the day after the electoral votes are counted, and then we will not be MAGA anymore. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Lou the good dude. I seriously thought that was a joke. No, no, no. Definitely not a joke. It became a joke because of how insane it was. Uh, Mr. Fun Kimmy with a diamond. I remember rolling my eyes at you over this. Oops. There's a bit of that going around, isn't there? It's a trend that I've noticed. So I put the link in the chat for you. There you go. Google is MAGA. And I'm glad that Google is MAGA because now I don't have a problem with this. Your credit score should be based on your web history, IMF says. With more services Ring than ever. Ring the bell and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the sub, Pisces. With more services than ever collecting your data, it's easy to uh, start asking why anyone should care about most of it. This is why, because people start having ideas like this. In a new blog post for the International Monetary Fund, so another conspiracy theory, obviously. Come on, why, why, are you, why do you care so much about what these little blogs like the International Monetary Fund print? <laughs> oh, it's not that important. Just a global bureaucracy <laughs> that, you know, governs finance. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. It's just some fringe, you know, conspiracy theory website. In a new blog post for the International Monetary Fund, four researchers presented their findings from a working paper that examines the current relationship between finance and tech as well as its potential future. Gazing into their crystal ball, the researchers see the possibility of using data from your browsing, search and purchase history to create a more accurate mechanism for determining the credit rating of an individual or business. Yep. Yep. So remember the first article that, well, the first story that we spoke about tonight? Remember how the e-safety commissioner said that the new law will make it possible for the Australian government to compel social media companies to hand over your personal information like your IP address and shit in order to unmask the trolls, to hunt down the internet trolls? Because we've got to keep people safe. It's all about protecting you. It's all about protecting. Thank you for keeping me safe. Remember that? Everything is a doorway to something else. So the researchers see the possibility of using data from your browsing, search and purchase history to create an accurate credit rating of an individual or business. So compel Google to hand over your search history and then from that they'll decide whether or not you can have access to a credit card, maybe even a bank account if we're lucky. I mean, we should stop people from banking in the first place. Just the racists I'm talking about. The misogynists, the conspiracy theorists, the racists, the hate, the people who spread hate, we should stop them from having any access to the economy, I think. Because that's going to make things so much safer for everybody. <laughs> Thank you for keeping me safe. Stripe payment processor boots Trump campaign after Capital Riot.
Stripe, which processes online payments for President Trump's campaign, cut ties with him for violating its policies last week during the riot at the U.S. Capitol, the company said Sunday. The San Francisco-based company based said Trump encouraged violence Wednesday when a mob of his supporters stormed the Capitol in violation of user policies that prohibit, quote, high-risk activities. High-risk activities. Remember, we've spoken about before because people complain that the terms of service on various websites are too ambiguous. You might be asking, what what the hell do they mean by high-risk activity? The answer is, they mean whatever they mean at the moment they ban you. That's what it means. It can mean whatever you want it to mean. And that's the point. That's why it's there. Because if you make a hard and fast rule, people are going to try and look for loopholes to get around it. If you make the rule ambiguous, people will operate within themselves to avoid breaking the rule. It's just basic human psychology. The Wall Street Journal first reported the move, which came after another co- uh, other companies began turning on Trump over the attack, which left five people dead, including a police officer. Twitter, where Trump had more than 80 million followers, permanently suspended his personal account Friday, while the email vendor that Trump's campaign uses also suspended access and Facebook blocked him indefinitely on Thursday. Parler, the right-wing social media site... Thank you for coming. I'll see you now. Where many of Trump's supporters have flocked to was dumped by Apple and Google for not moderating what a Google spokesperson called egregious content. It's not even harmful. It's egregious. Egregious content. Gee, the the definition is getting looser every day. In the words of Dan Bongino, uh, who's very upset right now, who wants the Republicans to do something. Dan, I've got good news. I've just got this video coming in now. We have four trillion dollar companies. One is Microsoft, one is Apple, one is Google, one is Amazon. So you have Amazon, Google, Apple, and Microsoft. And so you have an M, you have an A, you have a G, and you have an A. You have MAGA. MAGA. <laughs> <No>, somebody... <laughs> Woo! They are not going to be happy until this guy cannot swipe a credit card. And we were talking about it on the show last week. Now with the presidency, the House and the Senate, they are going to be using because politicians are obsessed with legacy. And their careers are now tied to Donald Trump, whether they like it or not. So this new, you know, presidency, Congress and Senate, will be doing everything it can to eviscerate not only his character, but his business, his finance, his family, everything. And they won't be happy until he's like Dan Aykroyd, begging for change in trading places. Unable to swipe a credit card. And, you know, metaphorically, they'll put his head on a spike out the front of Washington, D.C to ward off future would-be usurpers to the throne. We've only just started tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I've got so much more to show you, so... (laughs) I'm going to take a quick five-minute break, grab myself a beverage, and when we return, more good news on this Monday night edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. Stick around. Oh, I was breaking all the day. 
converted, narcissistic, and most importantly, completely pointless. Come waste an hour of your week with The Starting Block, Friday nights Australian time at dlive.tv forward slash The Starting Block. Get in touch with us on Twitter at The Starting Block, no K at the end. Also, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or iTunes by searching for The Starting Block, or one word, or on Podbean at startingblock.podbean.com. Join the Blockheads, tuning in in their millions right around the world. Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. I, I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian dick crazy? <laughs> you. <laughs> you have to ruin my evening. Like I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, you gotta, you just gotta do this. Without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No. <laughs> Dude, Asian oh, come dick on, Tracy. really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in, in Argentina. But it's not working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I oh, come on, you secretly me. love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so... Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Aloha and welcome to Pirate Radio, Ladies of Liberty, the hot seat. Or maybe this is my daily traffic report. I don't know. As you can tell, I, I seem to have a problem with commitment to one type of platform. I, I think doctors refer to that as uh, ADD. Uh, but anyways, if you want to follow any of those shows, you want to catch me live every single day of the week, you can follow me at Real Person Politics. That's Real Person P-L-T-C-S. Aloha. Another ain't no rest for the wicked Until we close our eyes for good UK Neil over at DLive for the Great Awakening Show. That's over on DLive at DLive.tv stroke UK Neil. Get yourself out of that matrix and get over to the Great Awakening. This Justin, the global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. Sometimes this world can get you down. The 
joining us Monday night edition of the Daily Boogie podcast talking about discussing celebrating the fact that the world the internet at least is now safe everybody's being protected and I couldn't be happier I think everything is tracking just the way it's supposed to so thank you for joining us uh, let's get on to this since we were talking about of course <laughs> you're gonna love this because now we're celebrating, of course. Uh, you know, Stripe has removed its financial cooperation with the Trump campaign. Other companies have banned him from the internet. Let's let's go through these companies, by the way, just before we go too far. Thank you for keeping me safe. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, Twitch, YouTube, Snapchat, TikTok, Discord is in there. Discord. Shopify is in there. <laughs> The e-commerce platform deplatformed two of Trump's online stores on Friday. Barely anyone's talking about that even. And then, of course, Parler, which we covered in the first half of the show. So there you have it. The list is long. Discord as well. Interesting. So, (laughs) enter the corporate press, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Enter the corporate press. And the reason I call them the corporate press is because they're the corporate press it's corporations it's the pr department of the various corporations that a lot of people seem to be having a problem with probably because they're nazis i imagine as you know fascists fascists never use private industry to oppress people that's a myth that's a right-wing conspiracy theory fascists are against corporations because they hate freedom and free speech Uber Beats and uh, Uber Eats and Grubhub have banned him as well, so he can't even get the Big Macs and the Quarter Pounders delivered by Uber anymore. Right. But again, he's not the first person to go through this. Some people have been living with this for years. Some people have been banned from banking and uh, email services and Uber Eats and Uber and stuff. This has been going on for quite some time, uh, longer than four years, I would suspect. Maybe about the time that he be- he came in. But don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> Derp of diamonds, Gypsy with the diamond. Fascists are MAGA. <laughs> but don't worry. Everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. We have four trillion dollar companies. One is Microsoft. One is Apple. One yep. is Google. One is Amazon. Ah. So you have Amazon, Google, Apple, and Microsoft. Good. So you have an M, you have an A, you have a G, and you have an A. You have MAGA. Uh, MAGA. <laughs> no, hey. Hey. White Fox Liz with the diamond. 80 million Trump supporters will not be silenced. Well, Trump himself quite rather likes the companies who are doing the silencing, so I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Google is MAGA, so I don't think you can be too upset. Otherwise, you'll become an anti-Trumper. So you've got to be careful. So, 
Now we're on the sides of the corporations here at the corporate press. It's time for us to do our thing. Brian Stelter, ladies and gentlemen. The headline on CNN Business Overnight says money talks, and that is true in more ways than one right now. Companies large and small are taking dramatic action against President Trump, uh, his campaign, and in some cases, his allies, uh, from Twitter to Twitch. The latest example is a company called Stripe. Notice how that one just slipped through. Have a listen again. So all of these wonderful corporations, we love corporations now, by the way, big corporations. We love big corporations because they hate Trump. <laughs> you know, it's it's fun it's fun to own university-aged Marxists on videos. I know. It's fun to like own people who have pink hair and shit. But they're just the byproduct. They're like petroleum distillate. Then they're not the they're not the original reason that the thing. It's like when you when you're making petroleum, that's how we found plastic, and now we have all of these uses for plastic. Well, they they are the plastic of the political system. They're a byproduct that comes from the manufacturing of something else, some other system, and they kind of spit out the side of the machine, and then we can use them for all sorts of things: disruption, pushing agendas through, attacking people, right? They've, they've never been the real sort of enemy or anything. Not that anybody's an enemy. I'm on the side of the big corporations because they hate Trump. So do I. <laughs> so do I. God bless them. They're patriots. They're protecting people. Remember the, e remember the words of the e-safety commissioner. Free speech. Free speech actually stops people from having free speech. The only way to ensure that people can have free speech and have their voices protected is by making sure that we regulate free speech. <laughs> Remember, everything is going according to plan. These large and small are taking dramatic action okay. against President Trump, yep. uh, his campaign, and in some cases, his allies. His allies. These financial institutions are taking, quote, drastic action against some of Donald Trump's allies. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> Thank you for keeping me safe. Thank you for keeping me safe. Uh, from Twitter to Twitch, the latest example is uh -huh. a company called Stripe, a payments company that processes credit card payments. Uh, the president's campaign can no longer use Stripe to receive donations. That's a serious blow for Trump. And it's also a sign going forward that his business interests may be imperiled as a result of what happened last Wednesday. How does that corporate penis taste, Brian? Mm, 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 mm. Gobble that shit down. Gobble that shit down like your life depended on it because in many ways it does. <laughs> Well, this is going to be a blow to Donald Trump and everybody else, I suspect. I mean, you wouldn't want to be his ally because <laughs> they're coming after you too. MIT Technology Review. MIT, ladies and gentlemen, incidentally, where the brightest and best minds gather to learn and advance the cause of human society in the 21st century. There's been a lot of discussion since the Capitol insurrection about the role social media companies, their site designs, and their business models have played in the spread of online conspiracy theories. This is a thread about whether what's being done goes far enough. 
See, the question isn't whether or not carte blanche removal of people from, uh, you know, the internet is a good idea or not. No, no, no. The, the real discussion is, are we going far enough? <laughs> shouldn't, we, shouldn't we be persecuting people more? conversation we should be having here <laughs> not whether or not it's a good idea to do this to everybody but are we doing enough to them are we punishing them enough <laughs> thank you thank you for keeping me safe thank you for keeping me safe mit so they've done a little thread here <laughs> first let's start with president trump the unapologetic chief author of the false claim that the election had been stolen from him that conspiracy theory was an inspiration for the mob at the Capitol. So we, we're concerned about what inspires people now. We should ban inspiration. That shouldn't be hard to police. Last week, social media platforms, you know, if we ban inspiration, if we ban people being inspired to do things proactively, then I think the only way that we should be doing this is with an iron fist. We, shouldn't, we should never be sitting here asking ourselves, have we banned enough people yet? It's always better to ban more than ban less, wouldn't you say? I mean, we've got to keep people safe. We've got to protect people here. <laughs> everybody will be safe when we ban everybody. Last week, social media platforms finally blocked... Fi finally! <laughs> they, they actually write, finally. They finally blocked the president's accounts. We've been waiting so long for this. Previous cases show that deplatforming works, but only if the costs are high enough. Deplatforming works, guys, but only if we completely ruin the person. That's the only way we're going to stop fascism. <laughs> and again, if you've got dreams, if you believe that people are waking up, and if you believe that we're, we're getting to a point where everybody's going to understand the issues and you're going to show a lot of people that there's a better way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're a dreamer. You're dreaming. Winning TV with a diamond. Floggings and tar and feather on Wednesday's Daily Boogie. Sounds like a good idea. Let the floggings commence. Now on to parlour. A site that bills itself as a free speech social network, it was widely used to coordinate the storming of the Capitol last week. Parler has gone offline after Amazon stopped hosting it on Sunday night, citing violations of the terms of service. Uh, MIT continues, quote, that's good news. Unless another hosting company steps in and offers to host Parler. That's good news unless somebody else offers to host Parler. And then you know what's going to happen, don't you? The first company that says, hey, we'll host you, it'll probably be some fucking tiny tin pot operation, right? It'll be some tiny little operation that can barely handle the traffic, which will make the site run uh, agonizingly slow and it'll have all kinds of glitches and shit. But whoever that company is that puts their hand up, that pokes their head up out of the trench and says, we'll host Parler, will instantly be gone. The snipers of, you know, the corporate media are out. They are scanning the battlefield, looking for people twitching amongst the dead bodies to put them out of their misery. 
waiting for it. Minister of Fun came in with a diamond. I'm glad they don't use hyperbole. <laughs> yes, me too. You know, what I love most about the corporate media is they're doing their absolute best to make sure that they protect us and they keep us safe. I'll open up the phones in a little bit if somebody wants to call in and have their say. Ilsa Jane with the diamond masks failed. The bastard scan still hype. Don't worry about masks. Those are the least of your problems. What about, what about when you're not allowed to swipe your credit card to buy the mandatory masks in the first place? That'll be when the fun begins. It remains to be seen how effective these measures will be, but they're straightforward enough. Ban Trump from social media to reduce his audience and dilute the reach of his statements. Ban Parler to impede its growth. Again, this is the MIT Technology Review applauding this. The Technology Review wants one less site to review by the looks of it. Yay! It's a straightforward tactic. It's a straightforward measure. Let's ban Parler so it stops growing. Dilute the reach, baby. Fixing big tech is a much more Herculean task. There you go. MIT Technology Review, ladies and gentlemen. Well, look, it's not all bad news. It's not all bad news. And despite Donald Trump once saying this... We have four trillion dollar companies. One is Microsoft, one is Apple, one is Google, one is Amazon. So you have Amazon, Google, Apple, and Microsoft. And so you have an M, you have an A, you have a G, and you have an A. You have MAGA. <laughs> MAGA. <laughs> Somebody... Woo! Google is MAGA. So it's not all bad news. Don't worry, I've got good news for you because I, I, I imagine you'd be sitting there right now going, well, that's all well and good books, but you've always been a bit of a black pill. You've always been a bit negative and a bit depressing. And even though you told us at the end of November exactly what would happen to Parler, how it would be removed from stores and whatnot, when you said, hey, you need to pay attention to what Donald Trump's doing here with the Google is MAGA shit, and now the likes of Dan Bongino with far bigger platforms than me are now all of a sudden woken from their slumber and are now demanding Republicans do something about big tech, which is Thank fucking amazing. I'll, I'll see you in hell. Now, today, because unfortunately it seems most people don't care about an issue until it happens to them, which is just human nature, but let's be fair here. It can happen to anyone, right, Dan? Right, Mr. Bongino? So it's not all bad news. So after all of this, you would probably be sitting back thinking, but that's okay because you know what? I've done a lot of fighting for Donald Trump. You're a Donald Trump supporter. You've supported him. You've gone to the rallies. You've gone to the marches. I've had his back. He's going to have my back. He's going he's gonna to fill the breach. He's going to save us. He's going to save me. You might be thinking this. So I've got good news for you. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Ilsa Jane with a diamond. Wow, over 1,500 followers now, Boogie. Don't say that because now somebody's going to say I have too many. <laughs> now they're going to say I have too many and it's dangerous. Can't have this. Uh, yeah, Donald Trump's got your back. Trump says pro-Trump capital rioters will pay for breaking the law. He's got your back, baby. He's taking care of you. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. I know you don't want to hear this. I know this is no, I know this is stuff that you don't want to hear. I'm terribly sorry. Voice of reason with the diamond. Gonna have to save ourselves like always. Yep. Google is MAGA. Their government is your friend. President Donald Trump released a video on his Twitter account Thursday evening in which he threatened to punish pro-Trump supporters who joined the riot at the US Capitol a day earlier. Hey, he's got our back. At the beginning of the video, Trump condemned the rioters who barged into the Capitol complex while lawmakers were in the process of certifying President-elect Joe Biden's victory. Quote, I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack on the United States Capitol. Like all Americans, I am outraged by the violence, lawlessness and mayhem the demonstrators who infiltrated the Capitol have defiled the seat of American democracy. To those who engaged in the acts of violence and destruction, you do not represent our country. And to those who broke the law, you will pay. Hey, he's got your back. Remember how they were in there chanting, fight for Trump, fight for Trump? <laughs> well, he's fighting for you. Oh, boy. And I, I don't know what to tell you. Well, look, look, it's not all bad news, okay? It's not all bad news. You might be saying, well, that's that's only, at least it's only the fucking, the demonstrators and the rioters who are going to be paying. They should pay for breaking the law. It was disgusting. All right? I agree with you. They're awful people. Lock them all up. They're probably all Nazis. I mean, hopefully we can ban their Twitter accounts as soon as possible because deplatforming works only if you go far enough. Right, MIT? Hmm? Google is MAGA, after all. <laughs> so you might be thinking, well, at least it's only the people who went to the riot. I'm sure Donald Trump has the back of other Republicans and stuff, for example. No, no. Facebook suspends account of Virginia GOP state senator gubernatorial candidate after Trump rally. Now we're just, ex now we're just extending the blast zone, right? You see how this works? Nobody is coming to save you. I was just thinking earlier, wouldn't it be fun? <laughs> wouldn't it be fun if something happened like, say, for example, remember a couple of years ago where a court order banned Donald Trump from blocking people on his Twitter account? Remember he wasn't allowed to block you? Because that was denying people access to the president. <laughs> Do you remember that? Do you remember that court case? Somebody took him to court and the judge at the time said, no, the president is not allowed to block people on Twitter, which is a function of Twitter itself. You can block people. He was banned from blocking people because this was restricting access to the elected, you know, president. That's one thing, but you can remove his Twitter account. <laughs> thus, thus blocking his access to 80 million followers and the, and the wider world at large, and then brag about it. <laughs> because, and openly state that this is about limiting uh, his messaging from getting out to people. Wouldn't that be funny if, if something like, wouldn't that be hilarious if something like that happened, don't you think? Wouldn't that be fun? Let's move on to uh, the acolytes. Facebook suspends account of Virginia GOP state senator gubernatorial candidate after Trump rally. A Virginia state senator and a GOP gubernatorial candidate have also been suspended from posting on her Facebook account 
after attending a rally at which President Trump spoke last week before demonstrators breached the US Capitol building. Are you following along? She didn't. She didn't riot. She didn't storm the Capitol. She wasn't waving a flag. She didn't hit anybody with the content spray. She didn't attack any police officers. She didn't even say anything. She was just there. She was just there. And she's running for governor. She's running for governor for the state of Virginia. She was just in the audience. And now she's been banned off Facebook. And once you get banned off one of them, you'll get banned off all of them in a matter of time. So she's done. In a, in a gubernatorial race, she has no access to the voters now. But that's okay, because thank you for keeping me safe. Hey, we're just going after the fascists. Isn't it wonderful? All right, let me pull, put this up on the screen for you all. If you want to call in and have your say, there's the number 646-583-2700. That number again, 646-583-2700. While we're seeing if Ring anybody the bell wants to call and in. get your cheese, man. Iceman, double four, double three. Thank you for joining us, sir. While we're seeing if anybody wants to call in and have their say, perhaps this a little bit of Alison Camerota. Let's see what Alison thinks about everybody being removed off various platforms, being denied access to banking services, uh, you know, gubernatorial candidates being blocked from social media platforms and whatnot because they happen to attend a rally. Not, not that they've, they haven't, you know, they haven't breached any terms of service. They haven't broken any laws. They haven't attacked anybody. They didn't incite any violence, but they were just in the vicinity of a rally. That's enough to get you whisked off, even if you're running for office. Hello. Call. Thank you for joining us. Hello, caller. Hello, this is Smokey Bear. How are you doing? Smokey Bear. To to you. How are you going? How are you? All right. Welcome it's, to the show. Uh, it's evening. Oh, absolutely. How's well, uh, I'm looking at all this gasoline being thrown on the fire. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, Nancy Pelosi basically stating she's not going to seat about half of uh, half of our congressmen and so forth and so on. And, uh, oh, really? Buddy, Good. Yeah. <laughs> as much as as much as I hate to say this, that uh, that's probably the end of this country, right? Uh, as we know it. So, so you've you've done you've you done know, you've, you've taken the boogie bumper black pill now. Now you're an anti-Trump communist like me. Isn't that isn't that uh, wonderful? Uh, Welcome to the team, Smokey. I knew we'd fucking get you eventually. Hey, <laughs> eh? the the hammer and sickle the hammer and sickle jumpsuit is in the mail, my friend. <laughs> it's well, on its way. I, uh, I don't. The, the beautiful part is if I send you a hammer and sickle flag in the mail i don't even have to pay postage usps is like uh, don't worry this one's on us we'll take care of that what what will probably happen uh-huh. in all sincerity though it's I, I i see the country breaking up so it'll 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 be here but it won't be one government so that's mm. that's kind of where i see things headed yeah well i mean all of these systems though have already i, th- I think the time for 
you know, parallel systems is almost past because when you're talking about, you know, social media and banking and whatnot, these are, we're talking about monopolies here and global corporations. And, you know, yep. you can't even, there is no competition. Competition is snuffed out. It's it's strangled in the crib, as the people at Parlour will tell you. So, I don't know. What do we do? What do you do? The, big, the, the biggest problem is going to be a financial one. Uh-huh. So there's no doubt about it. But the funny thing is, if you ever look at the U.S., uh, the states that would probably break away are the ones that actually manufacture food, produce items, things that the rest of the world needs. So... There's, yeah, I mean, you want to talk about a sticky situation. Mm. Uh, It's definitely getting there. Well, it's going to be tough for that. It might be tough for that to to gain momentum now, though, too, because any talk of secession will now likely be treated as insurrection. (laughs) So, you know, when California talks about it, that's one thing, because they're right to do it, because the rest of you are such rubes and rednecks. Why wouldn't they want to disassociate themselves? But when, you know, let's say a Missouri comes out... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, says, well, we're going on our own. What about a Kentucky? Kentucky comes out and says, that's it. We're going our own way. Ah, oh, insurrection. Send in the troops. Yeah. Cuomo will send the National Guard in all the way from New York with pleasure <laughs> to put down any protests, right? You won't be allowed to coordinate uh, yeah. on social media. You won't be able to tell other people, hey, we're going to the Kentucky Freedom Rally on Thursday. Why don't you come down? No, you'll be banned. They won't be allowed to raise money for any podiums and PA systems and speeches. It'll just be five guys standing around out the front of the Kentucky, you know, Capitol building yeah. <laughs> saying, we need to leave. <laughs> okay. Can you please move it's, by 5 uh, p.m.? You've only Your ticket only lasts until 5 p.m., sir. I'm sorry. So you're going to have to move <laughs> your car. You have to move your mega truck. It's not good. Well, it's it's interesting. We'll, we'll see what happens now. So sure. anyhow, hey, it's good talking to you. You too, man. Thanks for calling in. I'll call back in. All right. All right, appreciate it. There he goes, ladies and gentlemen. Smokey the Bear. Smokey Bear 2020 in the chat. If you want to call in and have your say, 646-583-2700. Let's see what we've got here. I want to take a moment now to address the notion that we need to listen to Trump supporters who are somehow being silenced or censored. <laughs> I can't anymore. Do you remember how how many times have we pointed this out on the show? That, you know, you think you can convince people by pointing out their contradictions. They will contradict themselves in the same sentence. The same sentence. <laughs> listen, this clip is seven seconds old. Have a listen to this. I want to take a moment now to address the notion that we need to listen to Trump supporters who are somehow being silenced or censored. We need to address the notion that we need to listen. So we don't need to listen to people who say that they're being silenced. (laughs) People out there say they're being silenced. Ignore them. (laughs) Holy shit. It's brazen, isn't it? <laughs> don't ign- don't listen to those those people who claim they're being silenced. Pretend like they don't exist. Can we ban them already? They're not being silenced. Ignore them. <laughs> oh, and it's it's you know 
unity. Hey, let's move forward. Let's have unity and healing, right? Let's have unity and healing and move forward and be progressive together. No, no, no. No, this is the time. This is when the pain starts. Now it's time to twist the knife. Now it's time to punish. It's one thing to accuse people of having wrong uh, wrong think. Now we need to punish them for having wrong think. You know, deplatforming works as long as it goes far enough. MIT review. In the hour before the deadly riot at the U.S. Capitol, President Trump told his supporters, quote, make your voices heard. Let me show you some of the, quote, very special people he wants us to hear from. For instance, there's this wise shaman, the guy wearing the badger pelt and face paint. This is a prominent QAnon crackpot and longtime Trump supporter. He was taken into custody on Saturday, charged with violent entry into the U.S. Capitol. This morning, I am very hard pressed to see what this mad minotaur has to teach us. Mad Minotaur, very good. How about good. this guy? He left a nasty note in Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office and stole some of her mail. Oh. I guess he didn't know that's a federal crime. Uh, I'm not sure we should take any pointers from him. Ooh. Are we supposed to listen to members of this bloodthirsty mob beating people? Okay, so we don't have to listen to the one guy who had the horns. Okay, fair enough. We don't have to listen to the one guy who left the, who took some mail. Okay, fair enough. What about everybody who was there? We shouldn't listen to them. No. What about gubernatorial candidates who just happened to be at the rally that was happening down the road? Yeah, we should ban them too. How about this? What about people who graduated with a degree? Mark Elias who's a known, uh, you know, Democrat booster and lawyer. He's a lawyer himself. Put this out on Twitter earlier today. Lots of talk about universities rescinding honorary degrees, but they retain the right to rescind regular degrees as well. Hey, Stanford and Yale, there is an insurrectionist from Missouri who has one of yours. How about you take them back? We don't need to listen to these people. <laughs> we don't need to listen to these people. What we need to do is remove them off the internet, stop them from banking, uh, use their search history to determine their future credit score, and then strip them of any qualifications they may have earned on their own by studying at university. That's how we'll fix fascism. That's how we'll fix this. Don't you see? They're going, they're going after people. If if you're a Donald Trump supporter, they want to take your fucking your university degrees away now. Shit is getting real, real fast. Let's carry on here with our video. Because it gets better. For the record, I don't think the arsonists and vandals who caused damage in Portland and other cities this summer should be listened to either. But I don't hear any political leaders saying they should be. The violent mob that descended on the Capitol had their chance to have a say on Wednesday. Hundreds of journalists with cameras were positioned along the protest route to capture the rioters' feelings and anger. But instead of speaking out peacefully, they broke windows, they scaled walls, they entered, they carried a Confederate flag into the Capitol Rotunda. Oh. They defecated in the halls of the U.S. Capitol. Did they really take a shit in the hallway? <laughs> Come on, taking a shit in a hallway is not terrorist behaviour. 
That's scallywag behavior. That's hoodlum behavior. That's uh, immigrant behavior. (laughs) (laughs) That's San Francisco behavior. Maybe they all came from Pelosi's district. No, just shit wherever you want. That's the way we do it back home. That's how we take care of it in old San Fran. The world is your toilet. (laughs) And they killed the police officer. Uh If you're a regular watcher of New Day, you know that for the past five years, we've put together voter panels with dozens of Trump supporters for the express purpose of listening to their feelings and motivation. We we, want to listen to their feelings. We want to listen to their feelings and their motivations. Isn't that nice? Isn't that wonderful? They put together these panels of Trump supporters on CNN for the express purpose of treating them fairly and hearing their concerns. Yay! Thank you for keeping me safe. I've always believed in hearing and understanding all sides. Uh-huh. But the problem but. with listening to... <laughs> but. <laughs> I've always believed in listening to all sides, except him. <laughs> except that guy. Don't need to hear his concerns. He needs to be banned immediately. Got another call coming in. Hello, caller. Hey, Bugs, can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. How's it going, man? Fucking these fucking people, man. (laughs) The the hubris and the fucking just the 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 discontent Mm -hmm. of 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 these people. Has me fucking sick, man. It's palpable, isn't it? Like you can taste it. Well, I have a family member that went down there, eh? Uh huh. And fucking, these are the same people that are, you know, calling for rescinding these people's uh, college degrees and everything like that. This person I know has a fucking college degree. Yep. Uh, from fucking Berkeley, of all places. Oh, so so obviously a terrorist, Jim. Obviously. Well, I would assume so. Yeah, <laughs> domestic terrorist. Now you've now now you're announcing on this show that you've been harboring uh, terrorists this whole time, Jim. That's that's. Uh oh. Uh oh. I'm not admitting <laughs> anything. <laughs> no, just. But get... the fucking the fucking balls on these people. The fucking. Oh well, uh, they they have supposed uh, you know concerns and blah 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 yes. this and that. Yeah. These people need to be fucking, you know, this will never come back on me. This will never be used against us. Mm-hmm. This is why the Republicans never went far enough with any of this shit. Trump has fucking, you know, snot on his snot on his nose. Mm-hmm. He's got egg on his face in this regard that he did not go far enough in censoring these fucking communists. Right. Well, I mean, you can A gulag s- by any other name, my friend. Yes. Now you can say that. Now have have a quick listen to this. I want you, I want you to hear this because this is good. You should be able to hear it. Trump supporters today versus four years ago is how many of them have become delusional and untethered from reality. <laughs> untethered from reality. Untethered from reality. It gets better. According to Reuters, sixty-eight percent of Trump supporters believe the twenty twenty election was quote rigged and stolen. Yeah. Despite the dozens of Trump oh. appointed judges and Republican secretaries of state who tell them otherwise. 37% of Trump supporters believe the QAnon conspiracy theory that a ring of satanic pedophiles have taken over the U.S. government. (laughs) I still believe in hearing all sides, except the crazy, violent side. There you have it. Jesus 
fucking Christ, these people, man. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> makes me a little bit angry, my friend. I'm sorry. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> it's, well, that's the thing with, with leftists. If their mouths are moving, they're projecting. Well, it's the removal of it. It's, it's, it's ramping up, but they hate you. Like, you know, they, there's disdain for you. I've tried to say, like, you know, people in the corporate press, they just... I've, for so long, for how long have we been doing this show? I've been saying this. They don't care about you. They don't want to protect you. They hate you. <laughs> they, you, you are a, you are a peasant to them. And it's like no, no, no. You, we will happily just take degrees away and block people from banking and limit their access to the internet and ban websites and stuff because it's the right thing to do. They genuinely believe well, we're it. Gonna, we're going to see Trump put on the match list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the no-fly list, maybe. He he might become a terrorist leader. He might be in. He might end up in Gitmo. Well, think about it. Well, well, I mean, I... Hang on. Think about it. If they declare uh, MAGA to be a terrorist organization, they might say, "Okay, he's you know Donald Al Baghdadi now, and he needs to be hey, whisked away." But I thought I thought Obama was supposed to close Gitmo. Ah, oh, no, 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 and get out of Iraq oh, well. too. Remember that? <laughs> I forgot about that one too. Eh? Yeah. Jesus Christ! These people are yeah the ma- like I hate to use like a, a such a you know I'm a with you. cliche term but the mask has come off of these people. Yep, the uncloaking. Oh, and they're drilling down now. Now it's time to go for the throat. Um, have a look at this for example. Right here's an article here. Tell me if you get the same vibe. Rumored pro-Trump protest at Twitter HQ fails to materialize because uh, Brian Stelter and other people were tweeting about. There's now an increased police presence at Twitter HQ. We need to buckle down at Twitter HQ. There's going to be angry mobs of Trump supporters going to Twitter HQ because they banned the president, right? I was watching these tweets happen. Uh, do you ever get the feeling like there's a bit of baiting going on? <laughs> or is it just me? Well, yeah. Well, didn't Laura Loomer already do that? Yeah. Yeah, she chained herself. No, but what I mean is by putting out the stories, oh, you know, Twitter HQ is gearing up for a, a protest police presence at Twitter HQ, are they are they enticing people to go down there and protest? Hey, did you hear about this Trump project? Let's go. Let's head down there. Right now. They told us it was a good idea. Creating the crowds now. Perhaps. Or maybe, no, that would be silly. That would be conspiracy theory, Jim. They would never do that. That would be, yeah. No, no, no. And I don't want to sell your good platform by, uh, yeah. you know, naming conspiracy theories and things exactly. of that nature. Yes. Thank you so much for respecting the platform, Jim. Appreciate it. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks for taking my call, bud. Anytime, brother. There he goes. Jim N-word, ladies and gentlemen. Let's carry on a little bit more with Alison Camerota here. And if you're someone who keeps falling for these lies, you have also lost your right to be heard. Look at that lovely shit-eating grin. Want to hear it again? And if you're someone who keeps falling for these lies, you have also lost your right to be heard. You've lost your right to be heard. We went from, in a matter of months, we went from 
bias and censorship is a right-wing conspiracy theory, right? That was the that was the line about halfway through last year. This is all a conspiracy theory. Stop spreading conspiracy theories. To now openly gloating. No, no, no. You don't deserve to be heard. You've lost your right to be heard. We have four trillion dollar companies. One is Microsoft, one is Apple, one is Google, one is Amazon. So you have Amazon, Google, Apple, and Microsoft. And so you have an M, you have an A, you have a G, and you have an A. You have MAGA. <laughs> MAGA. No, somebody... Google is MAGA. Impeachment looms as fury grows over new details of capital attack. Uh, this is from political ladies, uh, Politico, ladies and gentlemen, who are giving you now. Now this is a week. This is a preview of what they are calling, I shit you not, impeach week. Oh, it should be. Oh, it didn't make. Sorry. Uh, Victor Von Schroom sent a Streamlabs and it didn't pop up. The thing didn't pop up for some reason. I don't know. Uh, sorry, man. I don't know why it didn't play. It says, Boogie, do you think we'd be allowed to have dancing routines? No, not if... No. Not unless they're being led by somebody with sufficient cultural awareness, though. Uh, you, now, you did say... You did share Michael Jackson, they don't care about us. Dancing inmates, HD. Dancing inmates? If it If it's playing the music, I don't know if I can play it or not. I can see this. Yes, we can do a routine in the gulag. <laughs> Life's not bad. Life's not bad in the prison. Life's not bad in the gulag. We can do this. They'll let us have our dance routines, I'm sure. You know why? Because they love us and they protect us. I'll put the link in the chat. I don't know. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson's very copyrighty. So who knows? Everyone's a bit on edge right now. Oh, by the way, more good news. Rudy Giuliani. On January 6th. Rudy Giuliani being investigated by New York State Bar Association. Remember, you've lost your right to be heard. The New York State Bar Association is investigating whether to drop Rudy Giuliani, President Donald Trump's personal attorney, from its ranks. He might be disbarred now. What this, what disbarring Rudy Giuliani has to do with anything that took place at the Capitol and why anything taking place at the Capitol has anything to do with disbarring Rudy Giuliani, I don't know. But in times like this, I defer to the experts. In times like this, I defer to the people who have the right to be heard. And of course, I'm talking about the corporate media outlets, ladies and gentlemen. The New York State Bar Association is investigating whether to drop Rudy Giuliani, President Donald Trump's personal attorney, from its ranks. Ho hopefully we can get him disbarred and then we can get the university where he got his law degree to rescind his law degree. So then he won't even be a lawyer anymore. Because that'll fix fascism. Giuliani is one of the few lawyers defending the president, so he must be punished. 
Giuliani is one of the few lawyers defending the president as prosecutors consider whether to charge him for inciting the January 6th riot at the US Capitol. The investigation would stain Giuliani's record, but would not result in his disbarment. Oh, okay. Which would be handled by the Appalachian, I don't know, Division of the New York Court System. Removal from the membership of the Bar Association could, however, make it more challenging for Giuliani to represent Trump, though it wasn't immediately clear how the reprimand would affect him outside of New York. The, the comment that they're referring to, which incited the violence, ladies and gentlemen, apparently, allegedly, I have it here, quote, if we're wrong, we will be made fools of, but if we're right, a lot of them will go to jail. Let's have a trial by combat. That's what's going to get him disbarred. <laughs> Mucus Flembrain in the chat, only disbarment? Why not cut his tongue out? <laughs> Good point, comrade. Good point. We've got to do everything we can, I think. Speaking of New York, the brave mayor, Bill de Blasio. Hey, de Blasio, you're a fucking, fucking cunt rack. The brave mayor, Bill de Blasio, who loves us and protects us. Of course, I have the New York phone number, 646-583-2700. We'll take one more call if somebody wants to call call our New York hotline. You're a fucking, fucking quant wreck. Uh, Bill de Blasio's weighed in. He's got his own things to say about this. Donald Trump must go now. 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 Anyone who For is... For such a big guy, he has such a whiny voice, doesn't he? Donald Trump must go now. Now. It's very nasal. Now. Isn't he like eight foot six? Very strange. Now. Anyone who is that treasonous, anyone who has lost control of his mental abilities to that level as to start an insurrection against the United States should not have his finger on the nuclear button. He needs to resign right now. And you may say, well, he's not going to do it. Well, then Vice President Pence used the 25th Amendment. And you may say, well, that's not politically convenient for Vice President Pence. Well, then thank God for these people, these members of Congress. Thank God. Thank God for the members of Congress. Thank God. Thank God they're so brave. You know, why don't Republicans do something about big tech? We have four trillion dollar companies. One is Microsoft, one uh -huh. is Apple, one is Google, one is Amazon. Uh -huh. So you have Amazon, Google, Apple, and Microsoft. And so you have an M, you have an A, you have a G, and you have an A. You have MAGA. Good. <laughs> Pelosi says rioters chose whiteness over democracy. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said Saturday that the rioters who took part in the breach of the US Capitol on Wednesday chose their whiteness over democracy. The Associated Press first reported her remarks, which she made during an online video meeting with constituents in San Francisco. A transcript of her comments were shared with The Hill. 
The comment came after Pelosi acknowledged the number of people who died on COVID-19 on Wednesday and Thursday, both were which, both of which were records for a single-day coronavirus deaths in the United States. On Wednesday, a mob of President Trump supporters violently attacked the Capitol building, while Congress, including the Speaker, were in the process of certifying President-elect Joe Biden's Electoral College win. The protesters sought to halt the certification of the election results after Trump encouraged his supporters to march on the Capitol. Pelosi said, and I quote, When that assault was taking place on the Capitol, 3,865 people in our country died of coronavirus, many of them people of colour because of the injustice of it all. Coronavirus killed many people of colour because of the injustice of it all. The next day on Thursday, 4,000 people died of coronavirus. Why? Because decisions were made at the highest level months before in the Oval Office of denial, distortion, delay and calling it a hoax. Pelosi then shifted to January 6th where she remarked, quote, The Feast of the Epiphany, a feast holiday celebrated widely among Christians after Christmas that is often referred to as Three Kings Day. (laughs) very big Christian. She said, and I quote, I thought it was going to be an epiphany for those who were in opposition of our democracy to see the light. You're an anti-democratic scumbag. Pelosi said, instead, it was an epiphany for the world to see that there are people in our country led by this president for the moment who have chosen their whiteness over democracy. That's what this is about. Choosing your whiteness over democracy, isn't it? Well, with that, ladies and gentlemen, I think we'll leave it there for tonight. Thank you for joining us on this Monday night edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. Uh, As always, if you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you would like to choose your whiteness over my Twitter account, then you can do so by following me on Twitter, at Boogie Bumper. Don't forget to follow all of our friends. Uh, you got the Kimmy Show, Thursday night, it's a Kimmy Show. Uh, thank you once again to ROTC, Royce Lopez, for the host earlier on today. Thank you so much, ROTC, four to six. Uh, JJ Stoner, Sunday Night Shit Show, Frozen Asian Spent D, Major Tom, Joy of Pessy, uh, Winning TV, should be back tomorrow night, by the way. Don't forget, of course, uh, Victor Von Schroom, and anyone else I may have forgotten. Uh, later on tonight, of course, Irrational Times, uh, Coffee Talk with Sandra, everybody's favourite lover of French women, Mersh. So we'll be back on Wednesday with another edition of the Daily Boogie. Let me open up that chest for y'all. So until then, stay calm, stay rational, God bless, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.